Want a job where you can use your talents, make a difference, and have the freedom of remote work? Then meet Belay. Belay has contractor opportunities for proven professionals, providing administrative support and social media strategy to fast-paced organizations throughout the United States, all from your home. To learn more, just visit belaysolutions.com slash jobs to apply. That's B-E-L-A-Y solutions.com slash jobs. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Add time. Hey guys, so as you may know, Sierra and I use uh, Anchor to record our podcast. It's really the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. They also provide you with creation tools, which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. The best part is that you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, I'm your co-host Daniela. Welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at makingsenseofsuccess.pod. Please feel free to email us at makingsenseofsuccess at gmail.com if you'd be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. All righty. Welcome to our podcast. Did you want to, you know, give a quick bio for our listeners like your favorite hobbies name job title you know (laughs) um well I'm Gianna or Gigi which is the nickname that I've been going by for I guess my whole life but more recently on the past few years social media Gigi's kind of just taken over um I'm a fitness instructor a social media coordinator um I started a blog called the sweat diaries the founder of that I'm also the founder of what is about to become my own athletic brand, athletic apparel, as I kind of start to work with that um, sweaty. And yeah, I think that's, that pretty much sums me up there for the most part. I'm a Sagittarius. I don't know. That's kind of, that's kind of my vibe. (laughs) That's so awesome. And it's like, you have like different kind of interests in different areas, which is so like kind of unique, I think. But also kind of common, I guess, now, like nowadays, which is really awesome, like how you showcase all your different interests in different areas. What kind of, I guess, made you like choose those specific areas? Like, I guess, what got you like into fitness, for example, and then social media coordination? Right. So when I, I've been graduated from college for about two years now. I went to LSU in Baton Rouge um, and I went in, you know, to get a journalism degree in print journalism, which I graduated with, with the idea that I was going to be the next editor-in-chief at Vogue. I was so obsessed with Tumblr. I was so obsessed with clothes and fashion, like all of those things. And But 
so I like I started a brand I started a, um, a blog called the brunch diaries which was loosely based off of the CW TV show the Carrie diaries I was like I like brunch we're gonna make that a thing <laughs> and then it ended up for the first year being nothing about brunch like I never <laughs> went out to eat it was all about <laughs> my fitness or you know recipes that I was making from home health kind of it started right before I did my year abroad so it was a lot about like, traveling and things like that and I kind of realized that my brand wasn't really, or my personal interests weren't really, you know, brunch or high fashion anymore. In a sense, it was more about fitness and, you know, active wear and things like that. So kind of took a step back from that and um, had the opportunity to start working the front desk at this boutique fitness studio in Baton Rouge, Tread VR, which is where I work now, and eventually started taking classes. Loved it so much, realized that I wanted to not only be taking those classes and continue to be a part of that community, but I wanted to be at the front of that community. I wanted to really help lead and be a part of that. So I reached out to, or I talked to the owner, Kristen, and, you know, she was so supportive in helping me take those steps to become a fitness instructor. And all of the other instructors as well were so helpful. And I ended up starting last January and from there realized I wanted to continue with fitness and again, start to bring back my love for writing and journalism, which is how the sweat diaries kind of came back into fruition end of last year. Um, just a little tweak to the name there that made a bit more sense to me, but <laughs> yeah, definitely still brunching, but not as much of a focus there. And that's kind of how I got back into the sweat diaries. And I think I'm finally very confident with where it's going. I mean, I still have my moments of imposter syndrome and self-doubt. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about or why I have the right to have this platform, but I just kind of am starting to take it day by day. And it is really exciting to watch it grow and getting to connect. And obviously like having the opportunity to meet y'all and like connect through all these things. Like it's just crazy, the community that that creates. And that's something like, I think Sierra and I kind of like think about every day, to be honest, like there's always that like, why me moment? Like, why yeah. should I do this? But also it's like, why not? Like, why not me? Exactly. Like, why not start? Like, you can always stop or like, readjust or find a new way to do it. But why not just start if it's something that seems like interesting to you? And I think we all go through that trial and error. And we all go through that imposter syndrome of thinking that, you know, maybe we shouldn't be the one doing this. But I mean, you guys have created such a great platform. And I'm, it's just so exciting. Oh, thank you. I literally feel like um, I am not the type of person. So I'm like the not the type of person to like, you know, even comment on Facebook or like, you know, participate in group chats. And like today I was like, oh, my God, something happened. And then nobody like, you know, liked my post. And I was like, this is why I don't post. This is why it isn't me. You know, and I'm like, oh, no, this is why I don't post. You know, never that. I'm gonna, you know, why not me? This is why not. Anyways, tangent. <laughs> of all of the things that you have been a part of, um, you know, fashion, you know, being sweaty. What um, <laughs> your version of success right now? version of success um I think all of those things included like definitely you know when y'all first reach out sorry I'm gonna say y'all so much that's just I'm from, <laughs> okay. I'm from Philly but apparently living in Louisiana for the last what 11 years I've just adapted it's just a part of me now but um <laughs> yeah I think 
when y'all first reached out, I was questioning a lot the idea of success. And I was, you know, looking at my follower count or thinking of the things that I wanted to be before I even addressed myself or labeled myself as successful. So it did give me a second to really think about that and think, you know, why do I feel successful? Because there are definitely things that are positive in my life right now. And I finally realized that the reason that I'm so comfortable in the place that I'm in wearing all these hats, like the version of success that I'm at is because I'm surrounded by, I'm finally surrounded by a support system that actually supports me. Like my friend group through the years, you know, graduating from college, of course, there's friendships and partnerships and stuff that fall off. And I feel like right now, the people that I talk to every day and who are in my close circle, they don't question me when I say something that I want to get involved in something, they're more encouraging. And, you know, they'll stay up late with me and talk about all those ideas or practice my routines with me or, you know, show up to all of my online workouts, even if there are four people who are tuning in and they're just watching from their desk at work or watching from home. I think that is like the greatest version of success to hold on to is just having people who support you and don't judge you for the things that make you you. I don't know if that's I'm a word. Mouthful. Oh my God, I'm, I'm crying. That is so – I really and truly we haven't had anybody talk about the aspects of how other people uplift them as a version of success um, so far. And, like, yours touched my heart so much. I'm like, I need friends. I need some better <laughs> friends. I'm, like, making eye contact with, like, my best friend across the hotel room. And I'm, like, I'm talking about you. <laughs> like, I'm going to start crying. Oh, my God. <laughs> a second. That is so sweet. It's really hard to find people who, like, genuinely want you to do better and want you to grow as a person and in this day and age people are just looking for what they're gonna get out of it and it's literally so hard to be like I don't need anything out of this friendship right see somebody do good and like that's a crazy thought nowadays you know it's like what is this person gonna give me if I like their one picture nothing And it's, I feel like in the past year, especially as I was starting to get back into the sweat diary, I experienced a bit of that where, you know, I thought that someone like we were working together and then it kind of felt like to me, as soon as I wasn't able to like provide for them in that friendship or that partnership, it just kind of fell off. And that was sad. But then I look at the people around me who, you know, no one's snickering or, I mean, there might be people snickering behind my back, but it's not the people who I'm like confiding in every day about the crazy ideas that I have. Cause like I mentioned early on, I am a Sagittarius and I swear every single day I want to be doing something new. Like I'm so ADD in that sense where it's like, Oh, I want to start a podcast. I want to start vlogging. I want to do this. And then I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> slow down. Like you need to just focus on what's on your plate right now. I, I have like really the same it. moments. Yeah. 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 Well, Luckily like this podcast worked out and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think something with this podcast that we've like, been able to do as well like that we're always really thankful for is building a community as you've probably done like um with like your blog and everything on Instagram like you've built a community with people of similar values in that way as well which include like your support system which is super awesome to see yeah and I've met that's it like I've met so many people who um I'm just like gonna give a shout out to my friend that I met through Instagram her account's body by Jillian but she also started this account sports bras only 
And we just like reached out to each other and we're DMing. And, you know, sometimes you'll get those DMs of people who are just, you know, oh, I love your content, but it's, it might just be to be like, follow me back type of thing. And I think genuinely just connected and we'll like text or FaceTime and be like, wait, you're literally like my soul sister across like this, like the country. We've never met or anything like that. She lives in Boston. We co-taught a class together on our platforms um, in the beginning of quarantine. And it's just crazy, like, finding that community and, like, finding those people, you know, through the internet. It's crazy what 2020 has become. (laughs) Absolutely. And it's, like, a way to, like, also at least – this is maybe my perspective and everything, but, like, I've always, like, I think throughout life kind of struggled with connecting with, like, women who, like, share, like, very similar values to me and everything. I'm not sure why, but it's just always kind of been the case. Um, but like through social media and especially like starting this podcast, really, it's exposed me to a lot of like strong women who have kind of like, I guess been like become a part of my support system in that way, but have just like kind of given me inspiration as to like the type of values I want to portray and like to like be able to expose other people to as well. Right. Yeah. It's great. I love it. I love that side of it. Over the course of years, um, what has been like the best piece of advice you've ever received or given to somebody? Ooh, okay. I kind of have a two-parter to this one. Even better. So, <laughs> I have these words that I live by, which as soon as, you know, the world starts to find some normalcy again, I'm probably going to get this tattooed on me. But just like the words I live by, I wish I knew what the quote was from. But it's, um, if you want love, be love. If you want light, be light. And I just love that because it's like, it's just a fancier way of setting, like put the energies out in the world that you want to receive back. And I realized it was so easy for me to fall back on like being too stressed out or being anxious. And it's like, I'm putting that energy out. And it's like, how do I expect, you know, to keep a level head and bring that energy back? Um, So I guess that would probably be one, just like always living through light and love. And then for the instructing side, like becoming a um, in fitness instructor, uh, one, our lead instructor at Tread, her name is Stacy. I love her to death. She told me before my first class, and she actually said this again to me last Tuesday before my last class. She says, if you walk in and you're no longer nervous, that means you don't care anymore. Because every time I would walk into a class, like even to this day, you know, I'm thinking about my playlist and I'm nervous. I have butterflies in my stomach about teaching. And she's like, that's because, you know, it's something that you care about. Like the second that you lose those nerves, that means this isn't for you anymore and that you don't care about it. So that's always just a really calming thing for me. It's if I'm anxious about it or if I'm overthinking or if I'm nervous or I still have those butterflies, that means I just, you know, I feel confident in myself that I still love what I'm doing. That's like a really good perspective, I think, to take. Like, I've never heard that piece of advice, but it's like something that's so refreshing to me because I think about it. I'm like, wow, like if I'm ever stressed about like whether it be something um, with like university in the past when I was like enrolled in university prior to graduating or like even with a job now or even like this podcast, it just kind of shows how passionate you are about something. And as you said, like how much you really care. Yeah. I never want to get to the point where I'm no longer nervous to teach a class because if I'm just like walking around with my head up high, like obviously to be confident, but I, I want to still be nervous because I still want to be loving it. I think about that every time I teach, I swear. And sometimes I teach four to five times a week and I'm still always hear her saying that in the back of my head. 
So how has, or how was like your journey, I guess, getting into fitness and everything? Cause you said you had started as um, a receptionist, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, I was working the front. Yeah. I was working the front desk. I, it was my senior year. So I studied abroad my entire junior year and got back and um, wanted to just get back more into fitness because I mean, I was living in Italy for like the six months mm-hmm. before and all I did was walk, eat gelato, and eat pizza. So I was like, <laughs> I will never regret those six months just stuffing my face with pasta and pizza. But I got back and I was kind of like, great, I'm ready to find like a way to cope with coming back to, you know, being at university, like moving into a sorority house with, I think it was like 50 other girls. Oh, wow. You know, yeah, it was, I was anxious more and I had been on, um, like anxiety, anti-anxiety, depressant medicine before, like my sophomore, my freshman and sophomore year. And I was like, what's another way that I can cope with this or deal with this and feel settled without having to go back on the medication? You know, not that there's anything wrong with that, but just for me, I wanted to see what I could do. And I kind of discovered that, you know, by starting to work out a tread, by starting to work the front desk a tread, like fitness definitely was my way of like starting the day with a workout of just tuning all that out and letting all that go. So I worked the front desk, I want to say most my entire senior year. And then after that, I accepted a position as a social media coordinator at this agency in Baton Rouge. And I feel like y'all are the same way where I like to be involved in so many things. So I definitely, I don't think I'll ever not have a side hustle of some sort, but mm-hmm. was continuing to work at Tread. And then I mean, I was definitely nervous and we had always joked about it, the owner, Kristen and I, and I finally was like, okay, I think I'm ready. I don't think I'm ever, there's ever going to be a point in time where I'm like, all right, this is the day. Like, I feel like I just need to throw myself into it. And she and the other instructors, they took their time and they started helping me and we would meet after for a few hours and we would go over, you know, I was familiar with the class layout, but just go over more of the specifics of it. And eventually worked up to a point where I was doing demos and practice classes with my friends. And then I remember just like teaching my first class. And from there, I feel like Kristen definitely put a lot of trust into me. And she probably had more confidence in me than I did at that point, because she gave me a lot of freedom to just explore what that meant for me. Um, And then after a while, it just kind of turned out I was on the schedule regularly. And that was the past year. I think I was fully on last January. I started January 2019. And then up until last night, I taught my very last class. That's so cool. Yeah, it was it was crazy. But it's I don't think I've still processed that last night was my last class teaching in the studio. But I guess it just comes with moving and get hitting that next chapter. Definitely. Yeah, it's kind of like a like a bittersweet type of moment. There's something that you've loved for so long. It literally became a part of your life. And then you're like, oh, I don't do that anymore. I know. What next? Weird. Yeah. And like you're yeah. kind of put into the place like where you were before you started. Like what else am I going to do in that kind of aspect? Exactly. And I'm like, I never want to take, you know, instructor at TreadBR out of my Instagram bio. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that forever because I feel like it did like really helped it helped me gain a good bit of confidence in myself and you know my abilities as an instructor as a leader and it taught me that in some ways so it's definitely weird to walk away from 
It's hard to walk away from anything that you've loved so much. I was a swimmer in high school, so I'm like, I loved it so much. I know. I'm like not in high school anymore. Very far from high school. I don't know. Almost three years. Anyways. Um, It's not that long, though. It's not that long. Yeah. And like, I turned 16 and I had to like, you know, start paying bills and like get a car. So I had to like stop swimming and like not necessarily being ready to end something that you love is really hard to find closure with when you weren't expecting it yeah it's it's definitely I can yeah I understand that with you know having to step away from step away from swimming and everything like that I did soccer and it's weird like you you never know when it's going to be your last time and that it is your last time and it's just crazy to move on from that for sure what do you think you're gonna do uh now that you're moving I have absolutely no idea so I'm very fortunate that um even before quarantine and COVID really started the social the digital marketing agency that I work for we worked remote for the most part we would meet together in the office two days a week um so there I'm very lucky that they're letting me continue that position because I do love doing social media and learning that side of that and like working with clients and, you know, learning other brands and just finding that brand voice. So I'm very lucky that I'm able to take that with me to Kansas City. I just, I don't know. I know that I didn't want to live in Baton Rouge forever. Um, for a while, it made sense because I felt like I lost a year when I went to study abroad. So it, you know, it was kind of cool, but it is very much for me, a college town. And a lot of my friends had moved away. And I think I was just at a point where I was ready. And I have family in Kansas City. So I just wanted to be in it more of a city vibe. And I think, you know, I've looked at a few studios that I'd be interested in auditioning for, but I think I'm just trying to decide if, you know, I want to start with that right away. If I want to use that extra time to really grow and see what I want to do with the sweat diaries and, you know, maybe more of the online fitness community, since that's where it seems a lot of fitness is continuing to grow into um so I don't know I I would I wish I had a better answer I think these next few months for me are definitely going to be a really good trial and error process and you know I might look back on this and just be kind of amazed by either what I do or you know maybe I take it in a whole new direction completely honestly like the possibilities are really endless like I wouldn't be hard on yourself at all about it Um, And I wouldn't stress yourself out about it either because it's just like you're opening up to like a bunch of new opportunities by moving. I know. Yeah, that's what's crazy. That's why I'm trying not to put too much pressure on myself to either start instructing somewhere. I think August is really going to be my month to just maybe relax for a second and like recoup on what I want to do. So hopefully from now I have a better answer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and who knows we might shut down again so like you know I, we're just riding the waves <laughs> oh gosh there, everything is so unexpected i know you're like am i gonna wake up and go to work or am i gonna wake up and not go to work who right. knows <laughs> are you gonna wake up and just think you're gonna make your daily toast but you're never gonna get to go anywhere else <laughs> I, know. I know the daily struggles <laughs> in 2020 exactly yeah that's the thing nothing you you can't really predict anything either it's just kind of day to day seeing what happens right 
And I'd love to say that I would love to start instructing at the studios there because they have some great ones. But I just I don't even know if anyone would be hiring right now because I'm assuming they you know have these awesome staffs as it is and they're trying to get them back on the schedule. So I, I think most likely what will happen um, is bringing back my online sweaty sculpts that I started in in quarantine. As I got back into Baton Rouge, I kind of fell off of that a bit because I was back to teaching in studio and working full time, but. I definitely think that'll make a resurgence at least a little bit, maybe once a week. What has been your like favorite part about investing in yourself in the sweat diaries and trying to find the person who you want to be? Oh, wow, that is a great question. Thank you. I hope I worded it right. I can't ever talk. Um, the best part. I think the best part it has been, you know, I guess just growing more confident with myself. I was so shy and I see, I look back on like each year or each six months and I feel like I step out of my bubble, like a little more to like how I am around my friends. I just think back about like going to such a big school, you know, going to LSU and joining a sorority and there's, you know, hundreds of people in your pledge class each year. And doing that, I was so nervous and I was so shy. Like even my friends now who I met through it, they were like, we didn't talk like freshman year because I know I was so focused on doing school or work and I didn't really come around much. And then I think little by little I opened up and then I did my year abroad and not to sound like a cliche, that was such like a transformative experience for me to really come out of my shell. Um, And then again with the fitness instructing and now with the sweat diaries, I feel like it's allowed me to be a bit more vulnerable to basically a lot of strangers and people I don't know, but, you know, find, like we talked about earlier, those connections. Um, I think I lost track with the question for me. <laughs> That's okay. It was, but, I think it was, what is your favorite part about, you know, yeah. finding yourself? But like what you said was really nice to know because being shy is a very common, you know, characteristic of a lot of people and you never know if you never try type of thing. Um, So it's always nice to hear somebody who else is shy. I'm not shy. Obviously, I'm not shy. (laughs) I'm the opposite of shy. But I know a lot of people who do listen to the podcast are shy and are scared to get out of their shell. And knowing that there are people who have gone through that, making friends, trying to, you know, focus on themselves, but then, like, blossom, it's nice to know. Yeah, it's been very good for that, I think. Definitely just coming into my own little by little and finding that confidence. Um, I guess what made you want to start Sweaty? We haven't even like really touched on that, so I'd love to touch on it more. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> I love – for when I started with the Sweat Diaries, I started doing like a series called Sweaty Sets. It was like hashtag Sweaty Sets because I – live like working from home even before COVID I live in active wear like literally coming to New Orleans for this weekend I was like I don't have real people clothes anymore I'm not a real adult I'm 24 (laughs) years old and I own more sweatpants leggings and sports bras than I do jeans regular bras and like heels so I think that I definitely just want to eventually I'm just going to put this out in the universe and you know let that energy fly. But I think that I would love to start an activewear brand one day because I live in it so much and I know what I like and what I don't like. Um, 
So right now, obviously, it's just hats and, you know, things of that sort. And it's going to evolve into a few other things. Uh, But yeah, one day I really want that to just become a label of its own. And I guess that kind of ties back into, you know, freshman year, me thinking that I was going to work at Vogue one day and, you know, work, work the behind the scenes runways of Chanel. I really don't know, but it just <laughs> back to the fashion side with something that makes a little bit more sense for me. I love it. Like, I'm like obsessed with the name. I don't know why. It just kind of like sticks. With me. Like it resonates, you know, sweaty. <laughs> It was so weird. I remember like talking to my dad about it and he was like, I don't get it. What is it? And I was like, dad, sweat diaries, like sweat and diaries, but together. But it sounds like you're saying sweaty, which is like what this is all about. And he just like looked at me. He was like, oh, okay. I love it. Yeah. Let's I thought it was that. so cool. I was like, wow, <laughs> this is <laughs> complete accident, but it's probably my favorite thing to come out of all of this. <laughs> I wish you were on a video so you could have seen my face when you said your dad's um, reaction because that was actually what my face looked like. I was saying, <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was like one day I feel like, I don't know, I've thought about just like reducing the sweat diaries to just sweaty on its own anyways, but I'm like, no, I'm going to keep it separate. Like that's going to be the brand of like clothing and the sweat diaries is going to be like the workout side. But I think that's a great idea to keep it separate, just like, you know, to ease people's mind. You're not Googling one separate thing to have like seven other things. So it's like nice and convenient to have two separate things. Um, do you have any like specific goals for that that you're reaching towards right now or that do you have set in place? I think just personal goals for it, which is uh, to give it a bit more attention. I think that's probably where I'm most uncomfortable with my branding and social media side. I have such a vision of what I want to do with it. But even if you go to that Instagram right now, I think there's like six posts total because I keep putting this pressure on myself that I have to get these, you know, I have this idea of how I want to use my friends to make this like professional style photo shoot and like make it seem like what I want the brand to be one day. Um, But I think once I stop putting all that pressure on myself, I just want to see it you know, it's really exciting to me just seeing the people who have gotten the hats and like who are excited about wearing them and you'll send me pictures of them uh, and working out. And then like, that's the whole point right now. But eventually, I mean, five year plan, I would definitely love to turn that into just its own workout clothes. And definitely I'm someone who's more into neutral toned clothes, you know, like blacks, tans, whites, things like that. Um, so just sticking with that vision, hopefully, hopefully in the future. <laughs> well, Kira and I will that. definitely, no, we'll definitely be on your radar then with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the colors you just said are like exactly what we like both wear all the time with activewear oh. really. So it's just spot my, on. <laughs> my is, I think I've like, I've expanded a little bit to be try it. They have like some colorful stuff. I got this one like blue snakeskin set and I feel so out of my element every time I put it on. And then I get back into like my black, like full black clothing, you know, Uh maybe I put on a white sports brown. I'm like, okay, I feel like myself again. (laughs) (laughs) My crazy color is usually red. So like, I'm like, Uh oh, power color. People are like, wow, I can actually see you today. I'm like, well, yeah, (laughs) I'm red. 
Like, sorry, <laughs> we're all black when I'm working at the gym. I do own other colors. Thanks, though. Yeah. Sometimes I expect. <laughs> yeah. So as we start to wrap up uh, the podcast, we like to ask our, ge- our guests two uh, questions. The first one being, uh, what do you want our listeners to take away from this episode? It's like a larger scale question, we know. So like, oh take your time to think. Like, <laughs> no pressure at all. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we ended up talking a lot of it, a, a lot about the confidence side of things, which I didn't even know was going to come out of me. So I guess the biggest thing, if you're starting something, like you don't have to have a certain amount of followers, you don't have to have like a certain monetary aspect, I guess just the biggest takeaway would be to find those people who support you and to do the things you love, even when it feels like you shouldn't be doing them and you're not ready yet because you'll never be ready if you don't just start. That's some really great advice. And I love that it's like surrounded um, with like, my God, my brain. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I love that it's surrounded with like uh, the idea of support systems and how like that can be involved like in whatever you decide to pursue. Yeah, because it's, I mean, whatever we do, like, especially starting out, it really is, like, a lot of that does fall on the people around you and how willing they are to, like, hold you up. Because there are days where I really don't know what I'm doing and I'm stressing out and I, you know, call my friends and they just tell me to calm down and they explain it to me in ways that they're going to help. Or sometimes they pick up the slack and they really pull through and just make something happen for me. And I just sit back in awe and I'm like, really impressed that I have these people who believe in me so much to do that. I think it definitely just makes such a difference. I totally agree. I, me and Daniela support each other uh, more than anybody else supports us. So that's really nice. Maybe our boyfriends, but like our significant others, you know, everybody supporting each other. But Daniela and I really um, like to also focus on that support system, not only with the things that we do together, but things that we do alone so we can, have yeah. a well-rounded you know relationship and I think it's important to think about your relationships but not only just relationships but if somebody is bettering you you know right you know. and you all do like such a good job at like playing at, on each other and you know like your partnership together it's so I just love seeing that I love seeing that for people it makes me so happy <laughs> <laughs> thank you and then that last question is going to be, um, we like to, you know, give a little spotlight on another small business or local company that you purchase from, just because like, you know, pandemic, monopolies, we want to avoid them at all costs, right. but we also want to support other people. Um, so do you have any companies you'd like to give a little shout out to? Oh my goodness, let me think. I really haven't purchased too much lately going on um but I will say sports bras only which is you know my friend that I met she started her own active wear line and her own brand and it's called sports bras only and I got her hoodie and I have lived in that thing like it is the softest most oversized comfortable and this just goes back to me being a grub who only wears like sweatpants (laughs) (laughs) but that's like I purchased that living in Louisiana like in the summer where it's 100 plus degrees every day with index 100% humidity 
And I still live in that. Like I'll go grocery shopping in it or like I was going to Pilates and I remember leaving in it and the instructor was like, do you anticipate it being cold outside? And I was just like, no, I just, I live in this. Like, this is my favorite thing. And she has a bunch <laughs> of other great hats and, you know, she has an online community as well of like classes that she teaches. She has this really great one called towel service and it's literally like using a kitchen towel. Like, and I think I got like the biggest burn in my shoulders and everything out of it. Um, oh, so wow. she had a great line happening. That's really definitely have cool. to check her out. Yeah, you'd need to. It's definitely one of like the only things that I purchase in summer and it's winter clothing. So <laughs> definitely. Yeah. A must have then. Yeah. <laughs> So did you want to maybe also give a shout out to your socials and where people can find Sweaty as well as the Sweat Diaries so they can connect with you? Yeah. So right now, um, my Instagram is just at the Sweat Diaries. My activewear brand that is, you know, still in its beginning phases is at Sweaty with an underscore. And uh, you can also find the blog is coming along on the website. It's just thesweatdiaries.com. And that's really like where I'm most active on social. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new bacon duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new pepperoni bacon duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle bacon duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.